0: Welcome back to the Admissions Uncovered podcast. It's the college admissions podcast for the students, by the students. Today, I have a special episode lined up for y'all. Like we mentioned last week, we're going to be doing a lot more guest episodes in the next few weeks, talking to some high school seniors and incoming college freshmen about how this year went for them and how their college admissions processes went. So you just get a few more stories and a few more, a few more ideas for yourself. Uh, So today I am joined by Yucha. I met her through the Reddit subreddit, Applying to College, where I spent uh, maybe a few too many hours when I was a high school senior applying to college. (laughs) Uh, So it's good to talk to someone actually, uh, you know, on on a Skype call through that subreddit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a really helpful thread for me in general
0: oh for sure i actually had someone edit my essays through that Oh, really i had a friend
1: who recommended me to do that but i didn't personally have that (laughs) i also didn't write my essays until very very late so that's probably why
0: (laughs) wait that's a bad piece of advice though don't do that start early yes
1: yes that is a bad piece of advice no not for the personal essay just for a few supplements
0: yeah, I, I definitely was like, you know, the last couple of days of winter break were definitely a little bit of a scramble to be writing those short, like 150 mm-hmm. word oh supplements. Um, so why don't you introduce yourself to to the listeners?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Yu and I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I will be attending UPenn next year um, as a student in the LSM dual degree program. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is. LSM is the life sciences and management program between um, the College of Arts and Sciences and also Wharton, which is their business school. And so I'm probably studying biology or biochemistry um, and also getting a degree in finance. So I get two degrees by the time I graduate. Um, And I just finished up the college application process. Thank God. Congratulations. Um, (laughs) Thanks so much. Um, And yeah, I applied to 24 schools which is a lot. I know Michael applied to 21, which is also a lot.
0: I applied to 21 schools and everybody (laughs) gave me crap about how that was ridiculously many. And now every time anyone gives a crap about it, I'm just going to mention you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 24 schools um, accepted to a good, good amount, but also rejected to a good amount. Um, And yeah, that's kind of thought I'd share my story today.
0: Yeah. I mean, The first thing uh, I wanted to ask is about LSM because, you know, Penn's dual degree programs are really Mm -hmm. well known and really prestigious and their acceptance rates are also very, very low. Um, (laughs) But I didn't really have that much experience looking into them because I wasn't that Mm -hmm. interested um, in Penn. So I just kind of like knew of the existence of these Mm -hmm. dual degree programs. So. What is LSM about? What's, what's, yeah, what's the yeah. deal so with that? Yeah, I can that? speak a
1: little bit about that. All right. So um, for LSM specifically, or I can talk about the dual degrees programs in general first. Yeah. Um, so in general, Penn has a lot of dual degree programs. So there's one called MNT, which is um, management and technology. And so that one's like engineering and then also a degree from Wharton Business School. Um, and then there's also LSM, Life Sciences Management, which I just talked a little bit about. And then there's like nursing, I think nursing has a program with the business school also. Um, So in general, they have, I think, maybe six or seven of these programs. And with the dual degree programs, you um, basically you get two degrees, hence the name. And um, it's coordinated, so they help you complete a lot of coursework. that will satisfy both requirements because getting two degrees is like a lot of credits that you have to complete. But through these programs, they make it really easy for you to kind of um, complete both of the requirements. And the academic advising is very generous, and they really give you good advice um, for completing both degrees in a substantial amount of time or like timely manner. Um, and yeah, I I think like someone asked me what the difference was with like double majoring i mean i think like specifically for lsm like it's been very it's it's a different program because you know just having lsm on your resume is really great because like for example in the future i'm hoping to work like maybe at mckenzie or like bcg for consulting classic and i know like yeah there are a lot of a lot of connections you know when i graduate like with our lsm there's like a chair advisory board and so the guy who like founded like the whole entire program, it's called it's actually called the Roy and Diana Vagelos um program. And so he's like he was CEO of Merck, um, which is a pharmaceutical company. And a lot of the board advisors for LSM they are also like C CEOs and like CMOs of various companies in pharmaceutical industries. So it's really helpful for those of us who want to enter the industry. So LSM specifically has a lot of those connections and. Um, we get a lot of advising so there are 25 of us and we have like three different advisors which is really nice for each of us wow. um yeah i can't speak for the other programs but i'm sure they have the same like opportunities and benefits but yeah lsm was just an unpassable opportunity for me as soon as i saw that letter
0: that's kind of crazy that you'll have three advisors each person yeah. that's that's a lot of advising <laughs> it is
1: a lot yeah
0: um so now there's like 25 people in that mm-hmm. cohort Is there other social type things? Because I know at some schools, like USC comes to mind, their honors programs, they all stay in the same honors dorms. You know, there's some scholarship programs out there. Like, I think Mm -hmm. UVA has a Jefferson scholarship program that does a lot with the cohort. Duke also has like a Robertson.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, So for LSM, I'm pretty sure this is similar for a lot of the dual degree programs at Penn. um, But LSM is a smaller one, so... From like what I've heard, like when I visited for like what they have for Quaker days, which is their admin days, um, the students are all really close friends. Like I know the juniors that I w- were ta- I were talking to, I was talking to, um they like all stayed in like a house off campus together. There were like oh, nice. big, yeah, there's there a big group of them. So I mean, I would say like in general, LSM is a very like academic program and um, mm-hmm. like the person who's like teaching the senior I can't remember his, oh god I don't remember his name but he's like teaching the senior capstone class um and he was talking about like um oh shoot I forgot what I was going to say but he um was talking about how like basically LSM is very rigorous mm-hmm. um but at the same time like a lot of the kids become really good friends because they take these classes together and um, Basically, like they go through the same pain together, so yeah. a lot of them become really good friends. And with regards to social scene, I think like they do like lineages, which is like lineages, guess, like, yeah, like sororities and fraternities, like how they do like big little. Oh, um, I think rare, they do right, that. Right. Yeah, they do that for LSM. I'm not sure about like the other programs because, like for example, M and T, which is the other famous one, is they have a much bigger program, so I don't know what their social scene is like. But I'm pretty sure. It's, like, pretty social and all the LSM kids are pretty close. Like, on Quaker Days, I hung out with mostly LSM kids, I would say. Yeah. But, yeah, the programming was
0: just different. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely know I, I went to the Quaker Days last year, too, and I definitely know they mm-hmm. definitely had very specific programming yeah, for the yeah. school you got into. So, Wharton was, like, on at, at our, right. like, own little corner and we got our own little gift bags yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs>
1: Actually, really salty because for LSM they only gave us a hat, and like for Wharton like yeah, they got like totes and like shirts and water yeah. bottles.
0: no, like I have a Wharton shirt, I have like a Wharton specific bag, I have oh a gosh. Wharton water bottle and a pen water bottle. I still use the pen water, uh, um, water bottle, and I still wear the pen shirt. I'm wearing the pen shirt I right now, that. actually. <laughs> um, it's it, I'm only doing this because Columbia did not give me any gear at all Oh,
1: and yet you still chose Columbia
0: I know right I'm such cool. a sucker
1: uh, <laughs> but New York City is hard to pass up it's New York City's
0: yeah that was that was a big reason why I went to I went to Columbia Columbia like, yeah New York City's pretty cool I
1: got waitlisted so didn't have the choice but <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it I guess
0: I mean, if you had the choice, like, if you were to speculate about the options, what would you think? Because, I don't know, like, the LSM dual degree thing, it just sounds think, so impressive to me. Yeah,
1: I think I would probably still be choosing LSM just yeah, because yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to study, you know, at the end of the day, getting a bachelor's in, like, business, but also in science. That's kind of what I wanted.
0: Yeah. Um. So... I guess now I just wanted to ask you maybe to share some thoughts about how college admissions went for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess right now all the all the incoming seniors and I guess like graduating juniors, I guess mm-hmm. they would be, are freaking out a little <laughs> bit. It's a <the> summer <laughs> yeah. before their senior year. What did you do your summer before your junior year? And do you have any oh, thoughts God. for for all the little all the little seniors?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so the summer before my senior year, so what I was doing was I actually um, was working at a lab at Stanford University. Um, so long story short, um, my aunt lives actually in San Jose. So two summers ago, I stayed with her to spend my summer there. And I also took classes through like their high school summer program. So I mm. stayed with her that summer. This was the summer before junior year. Um, And I also worked at a lab at Stanford, and then I really loved the work environment, so I decided to return to do the research there again. And they also published me, so I thought it was a nice career opportunity. The next summer, which is the summer before senior year, I spent my summer there doing research in the same lab, different project, the same lab, and I stayed on campus, also taking a few classes through the same program. I guess with regards to college admissions, okay, so... I think you might say that this is bad advice, but I started a little late, I would say, with the college (laughs) essays. Um, No, but I started brainstorming. Like, I knew that I needed to do my college essay, like, because everyone was freaking out about it, and my my parents were like, you need to get this done. But it was, like, June, and I was actually visiting family in Taiwan before I left for Stanford, and I was like, I don't really want to do this, (laughs) Um, but... (laughs) Then I was like, "Okay, I really need a start." Like that was when July like rolled around, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like the common app opens. I think August first is when it opens, and I was right. like, "Wow, like it's opening next month, and I don't even have anything to say, and I have no idea what I'm doing." <laughs> so I um started brainstorming for college essay topics. That's kind of what I did June, July. Um I think I approached it the wrong way because the way I had approached it was topic wise. So what I did was I would read a bunch of college confidential things, which is also a really toxic community. And I would read Ooh, yeah. like these random like articles online about what topics to write about. And, you know, especially coming from an Asian American background, I think a lot of people, um, college consultants tell you not to write about your culture, um, because yeah, yeah. it will help you in the proce- or it will hurt you in the process. And I think that's kind of one word of advice that I took a little too seriously. Yeah. Um and I, I think I was trying to avoid all of these topics. So it was August and I still did not have a very good like topic like chosen. And I had no idea what I was doing with the essay. And so I wrote like five different stories by the time it was August. And I also think I tried way too hard to kind of like fit a specific mold. Like I was like, oh, like I'm sure they'll like to see that I'm resilient or whatever. So I would pick out these really good characteristics about myself and then try and kind of express that in the essay and I don't know if that was necessarily the best way to go about doing that um but I think my biggest mistake that summer with college essay um and I'm talking about the personal statement by the way I did not start my supplements until later but with a common app essay my biggest regret was giving it to too many people to read so oh, when I okay. yeah after writing my first draft in I think yeah so July was like my first draft um I wrote about fortune telling which was actually kind of cool but I sent it to like 15 different people like I even had like a spreadsheet of like who I sent it to and like what their comments were and everything
0: <laughs> So who were those 15 people was it mostly friends or like teachers? It was a involved? combination.
1: I sent it to um, So my lab director who I trust a lot um, I sent it to my parents obviously although they didn't edit because English is not their first language And then I sent it to a few friends like five close friends and then I sent it to my like college friends and because my sister she's a college student she's Mm. actually at rice university um and then yeah i sent it to i can't remember i sent it to a lot of just like mentors that i had over the years and like teachers Mm. and i think after hearing all of their like advice i just had no idea where i was and like i was i was hitting like this midlife crisis even though i'm like 18 and i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like like, i have no idea who i am the one sixth
0: life crisis yes the one
1: sixth (laughs) life crisis yeah (laughs) Um, so I was, I got really confused with who I was, um, because I sent it to so many people. So I think like, that's the biggest advice I would give to you. I don't know if you agree with this. Um, I think it goes for differently for a lot of people, but for myself, um, I'm a perfectionist. So I really wanted to create this perfect essay. And the thing is you can't please everyone. You know, everyone has different tastes in essays and that's honestly how it's going to go with admissions officers. You know, some people might like it someday and they might not like not like it the next day and some other person might prefer some essay over the other so i think in general just making the essay really unique um and true to yourself is what's important i'm um, sorry i know yeah. this was you were asking about the summer before senior year but yeah it was
0: <laughs> no research, i mean i definitely think essays are a huge and part of college
1: that. essays was kind of the three things that i did
0: yeah i mean you know, the piece of advice I always got on college essays would just show it to people and see what they think. And
1: really, <laughs> at some point, you just
0: have to make your own calls about these right, things, right. you know,
1: and I think I was just like relying too much on other people to make that decision yeah. for me. And it's really up to you. Ultimately.
0: Yeah. And because, you know, like, if you, you know, like, I think teachers are great. I've had amazing teachers who wrote amazing rec letters for me. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, the teacher you knew from freshman year was, who was really good to you freshman year, but you haven't talked to him in a few right, years, like, right. I don't, like, I would value their opinion, but I don't know how good of a judge of the essay they would be. Right. Because at this point, I think, you know, especially as you're thinking as in the summer before senior year, it's not really the time to, like, focus on the language and, like, ooh, is this word right. right? Maybe I should use a like better verb or something like that it's more Mm. of like the time to just think broad strokes but ideas and what stories stick out and I really do think that's a very like self-oriented process it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to go up to a teacher and be like do you have a story about me (laughs) that's so weird right
1: yeah and I think another thing with that is to really start early I know that's one thing I would definitely say not necessarily because you need to write so many drafts Um, But because, you know, if you write something in May, you know, let it marinate for a little bit and then come back to it, you know, maybe July and August and see if that's if you still feel about it the same way. Yeah, I think that's really important. But yeah, time, but not necessarily like trying to rewrite it like 50 times, like just giving it time, like letting it sit is important.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes in just like, it takes time to come up with these ideas because mm-hmm. you have to rack your brain about four years of high school and like maybe 17 or 18 yeah. years of life and figure out what are some cool things that happened to me. Right. Um, and especially if you're like the typical Ivy League applicant and you've done like a million different things, you're just like, okay, I should volunteer. <laughs> I should like run for president. I should do mm-hmm. this and that and that, uh, you know. There's just like so much content to work with. And right. you're gonna ha- kind of have to like sort through each thing and figure out what sticks out to you the most. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say you must finish a draft by June. Like, I think that's a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. But at least starting to think about the ideas um, for sure, right for about sure. now would be yeah. Important. And I mean, I
1: think, like, honestly, like, junior year, just start thinking about the things that have, like, have, like, meant something to you in your life and things yeah, that yeah. you want other people to know about you. Not necessarily, like, oh, like, writing it down in a spreadsheet or whatever, just thinking about it you know with the college yeah. application process in mind
0: yeah I mean I definitely think that's the biggest part of the battle is once you have an idea then you kind of just have to mm-hmm. go forth and write yeah, yeah. Um, although I guess we can talk a little bit about that um, so do you mind sharing maybe what your idea was for your essay
1: yeah oh god so I actually submitted Quite a few different personal statements to different schools.
0: (laughs) Um, Good idea, good idea. All
1: right, so I started off, like, my idea was I was going to write about fortune telling. And then I sent it to a few people. And one thing was that, I mean, they liked it. They liked the idea, you know, it showed culture. And um, I thought that that was a big part of who I was. But in general, the whole entire point of the essay was basically to say that I was open-minded and I wasn't going to let someone, like decide my future for me. Um uh, right. which was like a nice idea, but at the end of the day it didn't really say that much and it wasn't like that relevant of a thing. Yeah. Um It's and also I think kind of funny reason...
0: because admissions yeah. officers are deciding your future.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I don't think that makes that, me yeah, and I think I not, thought of, I of that like, irony funny. too. <laughs> <laughs> um but in general like that essay, I think I paired it with like the prompt I was like describe like an experience or something that has like made a significant Influencer, like I, I can't remember the exact wording but it was like the yeah, one yeah, with yeah. the experience um and so I decided to write about that and then I showed it to a really close mentor of mine and he absolutely just destroyed me he like Ouch. called me he was like he, he's in California and he called me and he was just like you know you Utah like this is this is not you like I don't think you know like <laughs> who you oh are yet you know you, oh you need gosh. to think about this a little bit more and he attended Yale so he went through the process like 10 years ago and he was like he was like i don't think this is going to fly you know <laughs> so you you should wow. go back and think about different things that have happened in your life and then i reread the essay with that perspective in mind cuz i think sometimes we Think that the paper is good or whatever we've done is good, but it's really not. So I I kind of approached it from that perspective, and I I was like, okay, he has he has a good point about my essay. But I think another thing was at that point I was still trying to find like a topic that was unique. And again, I think I mentioned this before, but the topic doesn't necessarily matter, but it's really the execution of the writing that um, ultimately is what's important. So I think I tried to do fortune telling because oh like it's a very unique topic like right, not very right. many people have had this experience but honestly like if you brought someone to the same fortune telling experience i think that would be like the same exact story so i didn't think that that was that special so then i started a new essay oh god this one was i actually really love this essay but it wasn't the for the right occasion i wrote about an avocado and an avocado yeah okay so i read like i read a bunch of like essay books which i don't re- recommend doing because then you try to sound like other people yeah, um, yeah. but yeah and also a lot I... of those
0: essays are written from like the 2000s when things right. weren't as personal and when things weren't yes. as like like touchy feely holistic as they are now and
1: also there are only like 100 essays like that and there's how many thousand applications every single year is exactly that, yeah exactly. i did not think about that so i read a few of those and i was like wow like this person's so creative they wrote about like their hair i was like okay i'm going to write about an avocado cuz i love avocados and one piece of advice that like i think a lot of places was i was just crowdsourcing but a lot of places like websites random places they just said that you should write about something you love, and I was like, I love avocados, <laughs> um, so I decided to write about avocados, and I, it was actually a really witty metaphor, um, I sent it into a few schools, so I, the idea was that I was, and I kind of compared myself, like, my, like, activities to, like, the metaphor of an avocado, because you can mm-hmm. make a lot of things out of avocados, so, it was actually a really funny essay, which is why I really liked it, and, um, I wrote about how you could make so much with avocados and how, like, throughout my life I've been a big opportunity taker, maker. I kind of tied in the personal aspect of, like, how my parents, you know, they're immigrants and they kind of made their own, like, story. And I kind of got inspired by that and I wrote about how, like, I've made a lot of opportunities for myself. Right. And I showed it to my English teacher, my AP lit English teacher, and um, she actually loved the essay she was like wow this is like the best one i've read in like oh. 20 years and but then okay so then i showed it to, okay this is my mistake i showed it to too many people then i showed it to my my model un advisor because she's known me for a long time and she was like honestly like you're i thought she was gonna love it too because it was so funny but she was yeah. like, you know, you're sure-selling yourself. Like, this does not tell me very much. And, like, you're my hero. Like, you need to be able to write about different things and not something that's crappy, like an avocado. Oh, my God. I was, Jeez. I did not know what I felt at that point. So, at that point, so I early to Stanford. And the deadline, because I did an arts supplement, was December 15th. And um, I was getting stressed out because it was, like... It was, like, September 15th, and I was very lost. I was confused about um, what to write. and But the thing is, I thought that that essay was good at that point, and I didn't listen to her advice, even though I probably should have. So I kept with the essay, and instead I kept editing it, which was another mistake. And so I kept editing it, and at, at the end it didn't really sound like me, and I think it lost the original wit that it kind of had. Yeah. But in, in essence, it was pretty much a reiteration of my activity section, I would say, because I wrote about, like, the things that I did and then, like, compared it to, like, avocados in some way. So it was, like, the idea of it was cute, but, you know, the execution was not the best. And so, but I I was so close to the Stanford deadline that I was like, whatever, I'm just going to send it. So Mm. I basically sent that essay in, and I did not get in. (laughs) I got rejected. Um, But no, I got into... I used that essay for a few schools and I did get in. So, I mean, it really depends. Again, that's the thing. Like, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I didn't get in Stanford. And I didn't get into a few other schools with that. But I also got into a few. So, um, give and take. And then by the time November rolled around, that's when I started getting nervous about the regular decision deadline. Right. And yeah, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for my Stanford decision to come out and see if I got in. And if I didn't get in then I would have to do a bunch of essays, and that's when I started to get stressed out because I knew that the essay that I had written was not true to myself, and I didn't want to rewrite another version of the essay, so I was just praying that I would get in, and I didn't. So I, um, in December, oh my god, this was the most stressful time of my whole entire life. (laughs) In December, I started to think about the Common App essay again. So this was like one week before I think it came out on like December 7th was when the Stanford notification came out. I started to think about the Common App essay again. So I was also writing supplemental essays on the side, but I started to think about it again. And I was like, okay, what really has had meaning to me? And I kind of came back to the topic that I really originally had like way back in May and June, um, which I think is kind of sad, but I kind of avoided the topic and it was like right in front of me. But I, I kind of wrote about how my dad, um, he's a musician, so I wrote about and i'm also a musician so i kind of wrote about how important that was to me and i wrote about you know kind of losing that so for a bit like i would say throughout middle school i kind of gave up a little bit on music cuz i knew that's not what i wanted to do but at the same time like i really love music and i think um and i was able to find it again so i kind of wrote about the process of you know realizing that i don't necessarily want to be like a professional musician like my father but at the same time, I wanted to go into science and, like, how music has helped me become a better scientist and whatnot. So that's yeah. kind of what I wrote about. Um, and I think I used, like, the first prompt, which is the very general one. Like,
0: I feel like all these prompts are general enough that most of the essays you want to write will fit under one right. of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's another thing. I would not choose the prompt and then write the essay. I would write the essay and then choose the prompt.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't stress too much about whether your, like, prompt fits or anything. It'll be <laughs> right, fine.
1: Right, Yeah. And there's also the prompt that's like, you can write whatever you want.
0: Um, oh, right. Yeah,
1: but that's kind of my common app essay. Like that's the personal statement um, journey. But I think at the end of the day, I I still don't know if I'm satisfied with the essay that I wrote, you know, but at the same time, I don't think I ever will be like no matter what I wrote. So, I mean, it was, I think the final essay that I sent in was true to myself. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of colleges could see that.
0: Yeah. And also any edits you make now, don't really matter.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, like one thing that I, th- I, like when you were talking about the avocado essay, I thought about was that whenever you try to fit your story within kind of mm-hmm. like cool ideas or cool metaphors, things start yeah. to get really wacky, right? Because, you yeah. know, like there's always the example of like, oh, I am like a tree. I do this. I am oh, strong God. and sturdy. <laughs> I am tall because I, right. you know, like it's a neat trick and it's a neat format but mm-hmm. you you lose the actual content of it because you're trying to like fit it within with the mold 100%. of a tree right so like I read an essay before where someone was giving a presidential speech or like they were accepting the democratic party's nomination to be president mm-hmm. or something like that and it was like cool and all I was like oh this is like super ambitious and mildly amusing but they weren't really <laughs> talking about themselves and and their story because they had to spend like a hundred words at the top being like I accept your nomination to be president and they had to save a hundred words at the bottom to be like okay let's win this election blah 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 and so Mm -hmm. you lose a lot of space with all the kind of like neat stuff um, that you kind of do want to use talking about yourself and so you know that's why I think maybe the music essay really worked out I don't know like maybe the fortune telling essay might have worked out too Um, Mm -hmm. like a lot, a lot of this essay stuff to me is all about telling, you know, the stories that are important to you that also explain you. So Mm -hmm. like the way I like to say it is that this, the, the, the personal statement should explain why you've done everything you've done, right? Like,
1: yeah, that's a, that's a good way to approach it. I think. Um, yeah, I think in general, like having a metaphor is like, that's witty, but again, like what you said, you waste a lot of space trying to explain the metaphor. And at the end of the day, it's really, they just want to get to know who you are. And, you know, the personal statement is the only space in the application where you can really tell them like who you are. um, And it's not just like paper. So I think it's so important that you need to tell like a personal story. Um, And I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a tragedy or something, but it needs to be something about like a side of yourself that they would never see from just reading your application
0: yeah because they already know you know right you know debate president mm-hmm. does this and this in the community like those are things you already have explained in your extracurricular right. section maybe your teacher rec letters talk a lot about how you're super involved at the school like they already mm-hmm. know what you did now you have to explain like why you did all those things right.
1: and why it matters to you
0: exactly. So, like, especially if you're, like, the typical Ivy League applicant who has done everything, <laughs> right, like, it looks a little disjointed. Like, why are you doing all these things? Like, you, you're, you're spending, like, more than the number of hours that exist in a week doing all these activities. <laughs> why? Um, and right. so I think the essay should try to explain that. And it's hard to do that already. And I think it's even harder if you try to, like, stick a metaphor in it. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that like a metaphor probably just doesn't capture
1: I completely agree with that um, but another thing that I thought was I, I think so I was in a summer program the some like the past summer at mm-hmm. Stanford and one piece of advice that I really appreciated I think but also I think I took that too literally um, which mm-hmm. is why I started writing about avocados but was to make <laughs> making the mundane profound because I think so many people worry that their essay topic isn't necessarily, you know, like, very unique or something, but literally, like, you could write about walking your dog, but if you made it profound, you know, you can make it interesting, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I literally wrote about my daily commute from yeah, yeah, that's cool. school to home, and that's very mundane. I literally did <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> every single day for the course of three years. Um, but the reason why I think that essay was mildly you know I'll say it's pretty interesting I'll give it that much at least was that it did explain why it did a lot of the things at least Mm -hmm. the takeaway did so like I grew up in the suburbs I'm I'm in the suburbs right now I live in the suburbs but I went to school Mm -hmm. in like downtown Dallas a very urban area it was a title one school and to me that was super revealing because in the suburbs you have only rich people and or like you know middle class you know we're fine um whereas when you go to school at a title one school in downtown dallas it's it's a lot different right you have a lot more black and brown people you have a lot more low-income people and Mm -hmm. to like trace the move from like white rich suburbia you know you get to the train and then it's a little bit different you get to downtown it's a little bit different you get to school it's a lot different I did that every day. So it's not like that was like earth shattering material and many people did it every day. But I think what's important is explaining its impact on you and how that's the stories that you've lived throughout your life has affected you is I think the purpose of an essay like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, and I think it's just like showing meaning of, you know, even though it's such a ordinary thing, you know, what you learn from it. And I think especially that, like just, like from riding the bus or whatever like your daily commute um and they can just see that you know you care about these little things and i think that's really important to them and like the meaning that you've made out of these things that don't necessarily have
0: meaning yeah so i mean the last thing i want to ask is you know once you have an idea like this you're kind of thinking about oh maybe i want to write you know this story uh, you know, maybe I want to talk about this takeaway. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the best way to start? Because that is where I had the biggest trouble. I was kind of thinking about it. So after commute. you have the yeah, idea, i had like the idea about the commute, but then yeah. I stared literally at a blank word document for days. Just like, how do I, how do I start
1: this? <laughs> that happened to me too. Yeah. So I think, um, one piece of advice that an English teacher at my school gave was to write six, just like short stories. I mean, obviously if you already have the idea, you know, just to kind of write a story. Um, start off, you know, kind of like put yourself in that same setting and just write from there. And then don't worry about it being like a college essay yet or like the word count or anything. Definitely don't do that. Um, but just write the essay like you would just write a story and then kind of go from there. And I think a lot of the college essays, um, the for the personal statement, a lot of them start off kind of with an anecdote. So it'll be like, oh, like first person, very like active voice and They'll be like, oh, like six-year-old me. And then they'll kind of explain back to the relevance of today. And I think that's a good way to approach um, the personal statement because they really like the detail and they like the vividness. um, But at the same time, they like to see that you've analyzed kind of the situation and what impact it has made on your life.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a great piece of advice, which is just to kind of like ignore for a second the 650 word count and also like the importance of this essay. (laughs) <laughs> and just just tell 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 me what happened in this story. You know, right. Start from just the tell beginning. Story, you know? Where were you? How did it go? Yeah, yeah. And I think you know the best point is just that you should put yourself in that situation again. Mm-hmm. Like if you're talking For about sure. you know your first time on a plane, start at the beginning. Like start as you're walking through the you know sliding doors, and you see this massive you know foyer with huge ceilings, and you see this line of the TSA people right. waiting for the tsa like the point is that you kind of just want to set yourself in the scene and kind of just like go from there
1: yeah for sure and i think that that is the way i would approach it is just to write a story and then worry about you know the essay things later like the requirements and whatnot but never approach it like oh like 650 words here i go like i think that's kind of something i struggled with a little bit um but i think at the end of the day i almost i like that's another thing why you have to start so early is because if you start early then you can write all these different stories And then kind of try and make it into some sort of essay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Because once you have that story up top, that anecdote, then you have to think more Mm -hmm. about, okay, what's the takeaway from this? How do I like integrate that takeaway in a smooth manner? Um, And and other things like that. But it all starts with that story. Yeah, Once you have the idea, once you write the anecdote, (laughs) then then you're, I think, like 75% of the way there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely don't worry about the grammar until, like, the very, very end, I think. Yeah, you know. Because chances are you'll, like, edit a lot of times.
0: Right? And, like, Microsoft Word will help you there.
1: <laughs> I like Google Docs. Okay, yeah. all right,
0: fine, <laughs> Google Docs.
1: I'm a Google person.
0: <laughs> um, any final tips about writing an essay?
1: Um, writing an essay? Be yourself, I think I already said that, but I think it's important, you know, not necessarily because of the end goal of like getting into a good school but if you write an essay and it's really you then I think you'll be happier yeah. like no matter what happens yeah. whereas like if you write some sort of story that you think that they'll like and um you end up regretting it even if you do get in just like would they have taken you if you really wrote something that was you you know right. so that's that's my advice yeah yeah That's a big thing.
0: Well, you know, like the other thing is that I think the reason why college admissions is important, not just because it gets you into college, um, is also because Mm -hmm. it forces you to think back on four years of your life. For sure. And, you know, when I was in high school, I certainly wasn't thinking about like, okay, why did I do debate? Why did I do National Honor Society? Why did I do all these things? I wasn't thinking about those questions. I was just doing it because it's kind of what Mm -hmm. you do, especially if you're like, okay, I got to go to a good school. You just like do the steps. (laughs) And you don't sit back and think like, why do I want to go to these schools? Why do I do these things? And I
1: mean, yeah, there aren't very many opportunities in high school to kind of reflect back on these things and, like, take time to think about it. So I think the college application process, like, yeah, the end goal is to get into college, but ultimately, like, for me it was kind of a path, like, a road to self-discovery. I know that sounds really cheesy. No, I agree. I definitely agree. It was self-discovery. Like, I had to think about, like, who I really was and, like, I mean, even, like, what I wanted to do in the future, there were so many supplemental questions that, like, helped me, like, in different angles of, like, who I was. And I think that's kind of why I enjoyed the whole entire essay writing process so much. Um, and I think even though the personal statement was such a big struggle for me, you know, like I had a good time writing it and like kind of seeing myself grow while I wrote it. And especially with the supplements, then like, oh, like, wow, like this is what I want to do. And like, I mean, I wrote so many personal statements that I could write supplement using those different yeah, drafts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the supplements also work great. Right? Yeah.
0: Well, we just wanted to talk a little bit about essays and share a little bit about mm-hmm. each house story. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. This was a great opportunity. Had a lot of fun.
0: And we met through the Reddit r slash applying to college subreddit. So go check it <laughs> yeah, out. It's a
1: great thread. Reddit.com <laughs> slash
0: r slash applying to college. Give it a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Admissions Uncovered podcast. We're going to be doing weekly podcasts from now on, um, doing a lot of guest episodes in the next few weeks, and hopefully settling down with uh, a more regular crew. Um, But in the meantime, I'd love it if you check us out on Instagram at admissions.uncovered on Instagram. We give out some great college advice there, and I also do college admissions memes now. So check it out. Ooh. <laughs> Add admissions <laughs> not uncovered. Um but thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week.